Morning everybody, how you doing today? There was a really interesting blog post um, written last week by Barry Fisher at um, Cisco around the idea of zero trust or lean trust within networks and specifically around network security. Um, and he was calling out basically that uh, zero trust is a misnomer, it's poorly named, and we really should probably be calling it lean trust um, that falls in line with uh, Neil McDonald from Gartner, his view around uh, continuous risk assessment, um, his CARTA strategy, um, and calling it lean trust that I totally, totally understand. But I think there's a really important point missing here. But before we dive into that, I want to talk about what zero trust actually is, um, why it's important, and why we should look at this concept, whatever you want to call it. Um, so it was introduced in 2010 um, by John Kinder, uh, Kindervog at uh, Forrester Research, and it was the zero trust architecture. And essentially, it's had three main tenets. It said that all um, resources should be accessed uh, securely, um, access should be doled out on a um, need-to-know or requirement basis, so at least privilege and that all traffic uh, should be uh, logged and uh, recorded uh, or um, analyzed somewhere. Um, so this gave you the ability to do some really interesting things. Essentially what it's talking about is sort of flattening the network conceptually so that you can uh, use something like a segmentation gateway where all traffic comes in and then it's decided based on what it's trying to do, um, where it should be routed as opposed to whether or not we trust this traffic. Now, that's kind of hard for a lot of people to wrap their heads around. Um, so I'll give you a more practical example. What came out um, from the same, around the same time, about a year later it was formalized, was Google started talking about this idea of beyond corp, or at least what became beyond corp. Um, and they started off with basically coming out and saying, hey, we don't have a VPN. If people want to access our resources um, from home or remotely, they do that over the same way they do internally in the network. And for most people, this is like, what are you talking about? Um, all of us have to struggle through this ridiculous VPN setup. Um, you know, it's, it kicks off our normal internet traffic. We're now accessing internal resources like we were in the office, but without access to the internet, or at least super slow internet access in a lot of cases. Um, and you had to authenticate on your VPN to get access to internal resources. Well, Google said, wait a minute, we've done authentication and verification um, at a such a good level, high enough up the stack, that we're not gonna bother with this network level of security anymore. We've taken other ways to mitigate the risk and that really hit home for a lot of people because that's a major pain point the vpn access is a major pain point and that rolled in over the last few years so this has been almost a decade people have been talking about these architectures and um, into what's now called zero trust or lean trust in the gartner model um, zero trust in the forester still and um, now barry's point from uh, so barry fisher from cisco his point in his blog was a really good one is basically saying hey these are basically the same kind of concepts but lean trust is a more accurate name because in the reality of it you can't build a zero trust network it's just not going to work and I agree, but I also disagree. Because I think, you know, this is a parallel to the naming debate we've seen in the serverless community in the cloud, where people say, well, there's tons of servers involved with serverless uh, functions, with serverless architectures. And yes, there are, but the point is the name evokes something. It triggers something in a developer's mind saying, wait a minute, I don't have server resources to access. I am simply building um, functionality and it's being run by somebody else. And I think the exact same argument applies here. I think zero trust is a far better name because it's aspirational. You need to set the target really high if you're trying to change people's minds. So if most people are sort of here on the timeline and you want to get them to here, start talking about way down here because people will try to aim for that and they'll probably meet halfway. 
and that's really where you want them to be. So yes, we want a lean trust model, but by calling it a zero trust architecture or zero trust network, we're gonna get people to where we wanna be because they're gonna shoot for the moon, they're probably gonna miss, and they're gonna land in a more realistic, more pragmatic spot with a ton of advantages. So I really like the name Zero Trust because I think it's it's evocative, I think it's aspirational, um, and I think it's where we need to be shooting for, and eventually we'll get there. In the meantime, Lean Trust is the reality. What do you think? Let me know. Hit me up online at MarkNCA for those of you in the vlogs, in the comments down below. As always, for podcast listeners and everybody else, by email me at MarkN.ca. I hope you're set up for a fantastic day. I look forward to talking about this uh, model, about Zero Trust Architecture, about naming in general with you. Um, and uh, I, like I said, hope you're set up for a fantastic day. I will see you uh, online and I will see you on the next show.